Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Breaking news as we come on the air, White House on alert. President Trump interrupted as he's holding a press conference, told to leave the White House briefing room by the Secret Service. What we're learning tonight. Five million and counting. The number of coronavirus infections climbs as the fight over going back to school heats up. The high school that just closed after nine people test positive, plus the major college sports conference on the verge of canceling its football season. Mask confusion. The new study just out. Are some masks actually worse than not covering your face at all? What you need to know. Deadly explosion. An enormous blast levels three houses in Baltimore, killing at least one and trapping children beneath the rubble. Tonight, the frantic rescue efforts and the survivors pulled from the rubble. Vice presidential pick, the latest on Joe Biden's search for a running mate. The top contenders now on standby. Left to die? Stunning new body cam video in the George Floyd case. Why did it take so long to give him CPR? What his family's lawyer tells CBS News tonight. Chicago lockdown. After unrest and looting on the magnificent mile, the Windy City closes off access to downtown. New concerns about what could happen later tonight. And we'll end with the four-legged healthcare workers bringing smiles to those who need them most. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us. Nora is off tonight. I'm Margaret Brennan. There's breaking news as we come on the air tonight. President Trump was escorted from the White House briefing room by the Secret Service moments ago while he was holding a news conference. 
The president did return moments later, telling reporters there had been a shooting and that the situation was under control. We're going to have more on that in a moment, but we'll begin with the U.S. topping more than 5 million cases of coronavirus. That milestone comes only about two weeks after the U.S. hit 4 million infections and comes as battle lines are being drawn over whether or not students should return to classrooms across the country. One school in Georgia that had just reopened is now closed after students and staff there tested positive. While in other parts of the country, children are back in classes without being required to wear masks. Colleges are now also facing pressure on whether it's safe to bring students back to campus. Nowhere is that debate clearer tonight than on the football field, where some of the country's biggest athletic conferences are now considering canceling their football seasons. Tonight, we're also following a harrowing search operation in Baltimore after a dramatic and deadly explosion there leveled three homes today. Multiple survivors were pulled from the rubble. There is a lot of news to get to, and CBS's Manuel Bajorquez leads us off tonight in Miami. Manny? Well, Margaret, today Florida reported one of the lowest numbers of new coronavirus cases in more than a month. The concern here is that as schools start to reopen, some without mandating masks, the virus could have a new way to spread. When Kristen Polisic's six-year-old son, Marcellus, got the virus last month, he ended up in the emergency room three times in one week. And you're going to have more and more of children like my son who are going to end up in the ER. So it's just, it's scary. They've chosen remote learning for him. What is your thought on schools reopening to in-person instruction? I just, I think it's, I think it's a powder cake waiting to happen. In Georgia's Paulding County, where this crowded hallway photo made headlines, six students and three staff members tested positive, forcing the school to go online while the campus is cleaned. Districts have reopened in states where the positivity rate of new cases is well above the World Health Organization's recommended 5% for reopening. Even in New York, where the rate is the lowest, below 1%, more than a quarter of families in New York City still opted for remote-only learning for their kids. There are signs tonight the college football season could be over before it begins. The Big Ten Conference is reportedly on the verge of canceling all games. Other conferences expected to follow suit as early as this week. By some estimates, schools in those conferences stand to lose $4 billion with no football this season. Yet some events continue unimpeded, like this bikers rally in Sturgis, South Dakota, which attracts tens of thousands, and where packed bars and concerts are already raising fears of a so-called super spreader event. Our numbers, attendance seems to be where it's at every other year. People are tired of being at home. While many there shun masks, new studies like this one from Duke University tested the efficiency of 14 different types of face coverings, finding the N95 used by medical staff is the most effective. And fleece masks were worse than wearing no mask at all. And a remarkable recovery in a hospital since April on a ventilator in a medically induced coma. 31-year-old Francisco Garcia walked out of a Southern California hospital on Sunday, seeing and hugging his family for the first time in nearly four months. And tonight we are learning the number of coronavirus cases in children nearly doubled in the last month. 
New data from the American Academy of Pediatrics shows that overall in the United States, more than 380,000 children have tested positive since the pandemic began. Margaret? Manny Bajorquez in Miami. Now to breaking news and that rare security breach at the White House. Moments after beginning his daily coronavirus briefing with reporters on live television, President Trump was escorted out of the room by an agent who whispered in his ear. Tonight, the president says he's safe, though there are questions about how close someone with a gun may have gotten to him. CBS's Weijia Zhang is at the White House tonight. President Trump abruptly left his news conference after shots were fired outside the White House, prompting Secret Service to clear the grounds. The president returned a few minutes later. It seems that the person was was shot by Secret Service. So we'll see what happens. And Congressional and White House negotiators continued blaming each other for collapsed talks. Democrats said our way or the highway. Rather than compromise... Republican counterpart said take a hike. In the meantime, the president vowed to act alone, signing four executive measures over the weekend. My administration will provide immediate and vital relief to Americans struggling. Not exactly. President Trump plans to postpone payroll taxes through the end of the year for workers making less than $100,000, but they'll owe the money later unless Congress acts. The president claimed he will prevent evictions, but has only directed federal agencies to consider whether halting evictions is necessary and said he will extend federal unemployment benefits, though cutting them from $600 to $400 a week. Plus, 25 percent would have to be funded by cash strapped states. Nebraska Republican Ben Sass called Mr. Trump's plan unconstitutional slop, and even the president acknowledged legal challenges are likely. The Constitution gives the lawmaking and spending baton to Congress. Here we have the president trying to take the lawmaking baton, arguably, trying to take the spending baton away from Congress. Weijia Jang, CBS News, the White House. Tonight, a frantic search for survivors is underway after a major explosion ripped through a residential neighborhood in Baltimore. The blast reduced three homes to rubble and severely damaged several others. CBS's Chris Van Cleve is there for us tonight. Chris? Margaret, this remains a very active search. Let me step out of the way. You can see Baltimore firefighters still going through the rubble here as this neighborhood is really just reeling from what has happened here. They have lost a neighbor, and this was a blast they felt for blocks. Shock and grief overflow in Baltimore. Investigators believe a gas explosion destroyed three homes here, killing at least one person. So many houses just gone, bro. Just gone. Neighbors turned rescuers worked with firefighters to pull seven others from the rubble in scorching summer heat. I was sitting in the house, and I heard this boom, and my house shook. Antoinetta Parrish and Dean Jones ran to help, working in this rubble even as the smell of gas filled the air. We heard a faint, hey, I'm here, help me, help me. So we looked at each other and started digging by hand. Firefighters spent hours cutting and digging their way through the remains of the homes and could work through the night. We're trying to make sure that we comb through every area to determine if there are any victims inside. 
Manny Mobley Sr. says he feels lucky to be alive. He was driving by when the houses exploded. Stuff flying through the air, and I kept smelling, smelling, I don't know, was it gas, smoke, whatever. It just sounded like a bomb blew it up. Now, six of the people that were pulled out of this wreckage here had serious injuries. There is damage not only to the homes that came down, but to the surrounding blocks. You have some that were hit by debris, and windows are blown out for blocks. Margaret. Incredible destruction. Chris, thank you. The Democratic Party convention is set to start one week from today. Our new CBS News battleground poll shows President Trump trailing Joe Biden by six points in Pennsylvania and Wisconsin, two of the key 2016 swing states that helped vault Mr. Trump into the White House. This as Biden is expected to announce his pick for running mate this week. Here's CBS's Ed O'Keefe. Joe Biden returned to his residence in Wilmington, Delaware today after spending the weekend at his second home in Rehoboth Beach and teasing a potential announcement. Mr. Vice President, have you picked a running mate yet? Yeah, I have. You have? Who is it? Who is it? You. So far, Biden's only known face-to-face meeting with a contender was with Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer, who made a quick round trip to see Biden last week. Have you been interviewed by Vice President Biden? Happy Sunday. CBS News is told that several others, including former National Security Advisor Susan Rice, spotted Sunday in Washington, have been on standby for a potential interview since the end of last week. In addition to Rice, Biden's potential choices include about a dozen mayors, governors, and lawmakers. And as Biden ponders his choice, today he received a stark warning from more than 100 politically active black male leaders, including civil rights attorney Benjamin Crump, rapper Sean Diddy Combs, and former Obama administration official Van Jones. Failure to select a black woman in 2020 means you will lose the election. Whoever he picks, Biden's decision matters to voters not currently backing him in battleground Pennsylvania. Seven in ten of those who say they could consider supporting Biden say his VP choice is important. As we await Biden's choice, several women's rights leaders are calling on news organizations to ensure fair coverage of whoever she is. They call for, quote, a new way of thinking about your role and how she is treated and the equality she deserves. Margaret. Indeed. Thank you, Ed. Today in Minneapolis, a judge released the full body cam videos from two former officers charged with aiding and abetting murder in the death of George Floyd. The footage raises new and troubling questions about how Floyd was treated. A warning. These videos are disturbing. Here's CBS's Mola Lange. Newly released body cam video from the Minneapolis Police Department shows the moments after George Floyd was arrested and loaded into an ambulance. We just basically restrained him until you guys got here. Aid is given to the unconscious Floyd one minute and 18 seconds after he is placed into the medical unit. The video, recorded on body cameras of former officers Thomas Lane and J. Alexander King, shows Officer Lane ultimately performing chest compressions, then using a machine that performs CPR to resuscitate Floyd. The life-saving attempts came after Floyd lost consciousness while Officer Derek Chauvin pressed his knee into Floyd's neck for nearly nine minutes and 30 seconds. This video makes the case. Ben Crump is the attorney representing Floyd's family. He insists the lack of urgency to save Floyd's life went beyond the four now-fired officers who detained him. We just think the entire system was responsible for the death of George Floyd. 
Initially, the videos were not released publicly because of concerns they could taint the jury pool. But Hennepin County District Judge Peter Cahill issued an order on Friday to release them after media organizations, including CBS News, filed a motion. Mololengi, CBS News. The mayor of Chicago is calling a wave of break-ins and looting overnight an assault on her city. More than 100 people were arrested and more than a dozen officers injured in the smash-and-grab spree. CBS's Adriana Diaz reports on what may have set off the chaos. There was chaos and looting. Along Chicago's famed Magnificent Mile and other areas overnight. They broke into ATMs and emptied shelves at this Walgreens. The coordinated effort followed a police shooting of a 20-year-old who allegedly opened fire first, says Superintendent David Brown. And almost immediately as that crowd dissipates, we uh, come across a a post on social media that uh, a caravan of cars being prompted to go to our downtown uh, to loot. Police made more than 100 arrests. And the city lifted bridges to limit movement. Community members highlight a lack of jobs and hope in some neighborhoods. There is no justification for criminal behavior ever. Adriana Diaz, CBS News, Chicago. Tonight, following those two catastrophic explosions, Lebanon is now in the throes of political turmoil. The prime minister and his entire government announced plans to step down today amid public fury over the explosions in Beirut last week that killed at least 160 people and wounded nearly 6,000. CBS's Imtiaz Tayyib is there. Protesters bitterly confronted Lebanese security forces for a fourth day. Since Tuesday's terrible explosion, the government has been almost invisible, helping no one. And yet, somehow, the strong arm of the state can still flex its might. Lebanese security forces have just been tear gassing. Everybody that they can be cleared of this area. Protesters, protests are calling for the system to flow. But how to revolutionize a corrupt political system? The prime minister is going to resign. Is that enough? Uh, No, it's not enough. World powers, including the U.S., have pledged nearly $300 million in aid, conditional to political and economic reforms. But Lebanon's ruling class has survived major conflicts and crises before. And they may just survive this one, too. Imtiaz Taib, CBS News, Beirut. Powerful storms blasted across the upper Midwest today. Straight-line winds blew down trees and knocked out power in parts of Iowa, Nebraska, and Illinois. Thousands are still in the dark. In Iowa, gusts were clocked at around 112 miles per hour. The roof of a hockey rink was blown off in the city of Urbandale. Pro golf has a new star. Colin Murakawa's fabulous drive on the 16th hole led to a short putt that sealed the PGA Championship. He is now ranked fifth in the world. About the only thing Murakawa did wrong on Sunday was fumble the trophy. But we're told it can be fixed. Finally tonight, the pandemic has kept so many of the sickest patients in hospitals from having any visitors. As CBS's Chip Reed reports tonight, that's where some four-legged friends are stepping in. 
At Children's National Hospital in Washington, D.C., therapy dogs Barney and company have important jobs to make young patients smile. Allison Proctor runs the hospital's animal therapy program and says it's more crucial now than ever. They're a substitute for human touch. We can't connect the way we used to anymore. 17-year-old Andrea Trumbull, who has a long-term illness, has been here this time more than a month. When he walks in the room to see you, what is your reaction? I just get so excited and I forget about everything. Every time I see a dog, everything else just goes out the window. Some hospitals that have suspended therapy dog visits due to the pandemic have found creative ways to fill the void. (laughs) Connecting with dogs over Zoom and even substituting cardboard cutouts of therapy dogs. At D.C. Children's Hospital, patients are lucky to get the real thing. A five-minute, ten-minute visit can really change that child's whole day. (laughs) Proctor says she keeps hearing the same thing from parents, that this is the first time they've seen their child smile in a long time. Chip Reed, CBS News, Washington. (laughs) And it's hard not to when you see those furry faces. On tomorrow's CBS Evening News, an inside look at the heroic efforts to save a burning Navy ship. And if you can't watch live, don't forget to set your DVR so you can watch us later. And that's tonight's CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm Margaret Brennan. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. If you enjoy tuning in to the CBS Evening News, there are official t-shirts, hats, mugs, and more available for purchase at ParamountShop.com. These products are perfect for any fan of Evening News, and you can take 20% off with code EVENING20. That's 20% off all CBS Evening News products with code EVENING20 at ParamountShop.com.